The following program is an abridged audio version of the streaming video talk show, A Wonderful Chaos. The hosts are Andy Chaliff and Bambos Dimitriou. The format is entirely casual, unscripted conversation. If you'd like to watch a live taping or participate with your comments in real time, subscribe to A Wonderful Chaos on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, or Twitch. Hello. Today, on today's show, we have a guest that's not showing up. We have no one on today's show. And we're going to kind of improvise what we're going to talk about. And this improvisation, we're going to do it on A Wonderful Chaos. It's a wonderful chaos. Solo or tandem. We work to find rest. And the atheist pray? It's a wonderful chaos. And we like it that way. It's a wonderful chaos. And we like it that way. It's a wonderful chaos. And we like it that way. Let's say we're going to start this show by saying, what's the thing that's occupying your mind at the moment where it ha- adds tension to your life? What's the thing that occupies your mind at the moment? Well, that's the question we're going to ask ourselves at the beginning of this show. What's that for you, Bambos? Well, the thing that I just talked to you about, there was, I wouldn't say there was tension because I know I can handle it, but we just talked about yeah, okay. the situation. So, so ten, j- just talk about in generalities. We don't need to go into specifics. So a client changes the conditions of our project. So obviously the price is going to change also. So it was more about how I would address that. How you address that, yeah. And the other thing that's uh, causing possibly tension is uh the numbers are going up in terms of COVID. Okay, that's causing tension. Yeah, and why that would cause tension is because I, I see that COVID is the reason the conditions of that project change. Yeah, okay. Because a lot of people will be flown over for that shoot. Oh, so you're saying that your business is being dependent on COVID spread, and the more it spreads, the less likely. So I need to get creative again. Okay, I'm um, I'm feeling tension around uh, around a few things. Like uh, I'm in the editing process of the third book. And the editor is sending me drafts back of the book and I read them. And, and as we go through the process, every time I read what I say, I see that I was in a state of mind when I wrote it, which was very clear. And so I, I'll be definitive in my statements. I'll say something like, um, if you're not taking the other into account, then the likelihood that that project is going to succeed is very is highly unlikely. Yeah, and and I write that, and it's a strong statement. But now I'm in a softer place, and each time I read it, I feel this anxiety. Well, I always know an exception to anything I write, so in that way, there is this anxiety, and I and I can feel it come up sometimes when I read it. So that's been coming up for me lately. Beautiful. Today, someone someone made a post, and it was on a on a Facebook secret group, but and she was asking. So how does how does um, the way the world is right now impact you? Or, mm-hmm. And what I wrote is I feel a kind of uneasiness in me, mm-hmm. and the it's an uneasiness, but there's a there's a groundedness to the uneasiness. I'm not panicking. Yeah, and it's like I need to. I'm inviting myself to t- sit into my skin and just be very present and welcoming to whatever is happening. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about, for me, it's not COVID. I, I'm seeing like the way we're living is not sustainable. Yeah. And uh, uh, the word extension kind of rings in my brain when I say those words. Okay. Yeah. No. I, I uh, that's pretty heavy duty. Uh, that's pretty heavy duty, you know, uh, a mind space, right? Well, no different than you, uh, talking about your death it's like oh i I don't i'm not telling you i'm not sitting in judgment i'm just like yeah that's heavy heavy." i I see it as the same thing like like if that's in my scope then how am i living yeah so i'm riding my bike and i'm kind of singing on my bike or i'm really being present in my day-to-day emotions i mean let's agree that at some point we are we are going to be extinct i mean that's uh that's just the nature of existence is that full cycle yeah Including the planets, one day the sun's going to, you know, 
explode and we'll go with it. So in that way, don't you, know, don't you think we're going to be on Mars by then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to Mars if the sun exploded. I don't know if that helped anything. But the thing is, is it's funny how when we um, when we when we linger in those thoughts, which I have for years, of course, I, I also see what they do to me. I feel constricted inside. I feel a sense of helplessness and I feel a sense of uh, like, like what is this life worth and why am I here? That those, those kind of feelings come up as well. I I can't say I have those thoughts, Okay, but for me, it's more, I can feel the uneasiness Yeah, and I'm just allowing it to be there, but I, I I don't take it the step further and Mm. start to feel, Oh shit, what am I doing here? Yeah. It's like, the responsibility is how do I make the most of what while I'm here? Yeah, yeah. You know what I've noticed? It's kind of interesting. There's a a shift. I was more comfortable when COVID had everything shut down, and it was funny. And the reason why I was more comfortable is because there was nothing to plan, so there was just surrendering. So there was this ease in life, like oh, I can't go or do anything anyways. So this is great. What can I do when now we're in this weird in-between phase? Like you can do things, but maybe they're not going to happen. So I noticed my brain feels this weird unsettled state Mm -hmm. because I'm planning things. But every time I make a plan, I look at a report or I look at like we we were once yellow and now we're going to be red. And once we're red, what does that mean? Can I still travel to Spain? So, so in a way I feel like it's, it's, it feels like a strange, um, a, a, a continual, like a nagging sensation. Like, can I rely on anything at the moment? That's yeah. the feeling. And, and, and and I and it's been hard because I've got things that I'm really you know we, looking forward to yeah looking forward to and also planning like if I if, if we're gonna get this place in Spain I gotta I gotta fly to Spain or drive or drive but I'm having difficulties with my kind of you know my vision driving at the moment I'll drive so, you and I'll bring the car back yeah okay so that's one alternative so it's like making plans so I'm making also a lot of plans yeah. And I'm holding them lightly, actually. There's a, yeah. There needs to be a kind of surrender. So um, I, I'm also seeing someone at the moment. Okay. Or I started seeing someone. And uh, she's in Cyprus. She's visiting. And, you know, we're, count- we're both counting the days that she's coming over. And I'm I'm kind of, there needs to be a surrender to let it go if needed. But I'm not going to print it. It's not, it's not going to hurt if she doesn't come. Yeah. But there 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 is a surrender. And and I'm and I'm so I'm I'm just carrying that, yeah. And I see the word surrender is also when the client said today, oh, we need to cancel because we can't fly everyone in. Now you only get four people instead of the fifteen that we initially agreed. Um, I I didn't in the moment I was very uh, accommodating, but I didn't think about oh wow, like this this is the first thing that's hitting, and I use the word hitting lightly, of course, yeah. My, uh, my 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 business yeah and and because i'm also really tapping into my own working on my abundance mindset yeah. and and how i'm operating in the world it's also how do i deal with that and i do feel really grateful because on the back end um there is a lot of energy coming in so I don't want to start living in fear of losing mm. because then I'm fucked. Yeah. Mm. And you know, I've been down this path before, so yeah, you, you've you've played that record already. I've a few played times. that record a few times, so um, I'm curious how we, it's going to be played now. Yeah. It, you know, I, I I've all, often found that moments like this there's all that learning that happens because you start to see from your reaction to events, how you respond differently. Yeah. And I was actually laughing that now all these plans were occurring. I feel more stress than when I didn't have any plans (laughs) because now I have to think about 
whether stuff is going to happen. And if not, what are the implications? So it's almost like I can't solve anything and yet it needs to be arranged. So there's so many things out of my control that it, that's the, that's the thing I see also adds to this, uh, this tension and just uh, over and over again, just surrendering. Mm. I guess I can't figure I won't know until the last day if I can fly and that's okay. That feeling of just allowing it to surrender. And, I, and I'm hearing in you, there's a degree to which it's partially surrender, but I'm also hearing that you're sort of elevating the situation to say, how do I experience this in a way that actually creates more of what you're looking for, which is the sense of feeling of abundance. Yeah. And I'm gathering that how you would have gone through the same situation, uh, say, a year ago, if you got that email, you would have felt differently afterwards. Yeah. So can you describe the difference between how you would have traditionally affected, that email would have traditionally affected you and how it affects you now? Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, when this, well, I can, I can talk beginning of COVID because that's when it really hit me. Uh-huh. Um, I had about, like, I even feel it, like going back, I see that there was a contraction in my breath mm-hmm. when I re- and I received within three days um, clients saying apparently COVID's happening, so we need to cancel the yeah. trips and and that was like oh wow this is what I've worked hard for. Uh-huh. Someone's taking something away from you. Yeah. Okay. When, when actually I never had it. <laughs> yeah. And then how was it now different? Because that was how it used to be. So how was it now? I, I didn't feel the contraction today. Oh, yeah. 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 Isn't that nice? Yeah. It just, but but it, keep in mind, like, I, I don't want to pretend, though, um, between yesterday, yesterday and, mm-hmm. and the day before, I've sent just over 400 or something messages on LinkedIn. And I've had like a 20, 20 uh, candidates turn, turnover. Mm-hmm. They're in the funnel and we're talking. So in a way, every every email I'm sending out, I'm like completely grateful. It's yeah. like I'm just I'm feeling. It's not like oh shit, I'm doing this. So that I see also there's an energy in me feeling grateful while I'm doing this kind of what I would call mundane mundane work. work yeah, because I I see it. It's part of the journey, and I see that same energy um, in counting the days for uh, Anna to come over. Yeah, the same energy. It's like uh, I remind her and myself. I hope you remember these moments because we're we're just enjoying the process. Together. Yeah, I had a funny talk with someone today. Someone? I, I want to leave them nameless. <laughs> I always want to see if I can trick you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always like why, I don't want to drag anyone else. They, they didn't ask to be on this show. Someone. <laughs> um, so we were talking, and then they were running into a situation where they had uh, they had a lease agreement with somebody, and they were basically separating from the individual. And uh, and the individual could have tried to make the situation difficult. Yeah. And uh, if they had made the situation difficult, then it would have just been a drawn out process that wouldn't have been good for anyone. But but he didn't get to decide that. Right. He just said, this is what I'm desiring. I would like for you to, you know, uh, leave this premises and this time frame. It, was, it wasn't done. It wasn't done in any mean spirited way. It was just like, I just would like to have the property back. Okay. And, and then what I saw was that, was that the, 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 the people did basically more or less, they said, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll depart. You know, it was, uh, but I saw that the individual had a really hard time celebrating this moment because in a way, you know, it was like, yeah, but, this could also go wrong, mm. but that could also go wrong, but this could also go wrong. And of course I have that uh, with Ronnie a lot, right? Like I'll celebrate the moments in a product like that happened. Isn't that great? Let's celebrate. A- and then, and then Ronnie might be, yeah, yeah. But when we have the money in the bank mm. or when the document is signed or when the, this or this or that. So there's, there's always a deferring, the the joy moment because the process isn't the joy the, the outcome. outcome is the joy yeah, I hear you and uh, and I'll celebrate <laughs> the same thing ten times in every step of a process because 
I never take for granted that we didn't get to this step. But if we don't get to the next step, that's also okay with me. Yeah. But we made it here and that's something to celebrate. Yeah. And I see that that, that I guess that way of being or living, it creates more positive reinforcing uh, uh, experiences. Beautiful. Because if I'm always pushing away thinking, maybe there's a negative, maybe there's a negative, maybe there's a negative. Maybe it's not going to happen. Maybe, maybe it's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And then, then basically I've also seen that I manifested in my life through the fear of it, uh, of, of not having it. In the way we communicate. And the, and and exactly. The way we communicate. And, you know, people, you know, I'm even, even interestingly, like, you know, we're in this property in Spain, you know, you know, when we, when I went to the discussion with a man who, who, who sold the property t to us, yeah. I was really open and frank with him, like genuine and sincere, like no, no messing about, like honestly telling him where I was at, what you, was going on. You weren't going to pretend that you kind of wanted to kind of manipulate no. him. You no, 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 no. I, I said really what want I want. This. this is what we're really, re really ready to afford. It's really way beyond what we already expected. So now, and this is where we are. And, and, you know, I know you're in your situation and he told me about that, which is really nice because we were connecting on a human level. Yeah. And, uh, and then I went in with full trust and surrender. And, uh, and I could mm. see for Ronnie, sometimes being fully trusting is not easy for her because she's always looking at what could go wrong. Yeah. And we've talked about this on another show where that also has its qualities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and of course, um, the, the value we have is that I don't negate what her concerns are. The challenge that, and it was really nice. I wrote a chapter in the book today around exactly the discussion we're now ta talking about. And the, the humor of that chapter was that I, I wrote, when do I get triggered by Ronnie? Right. And the trigger for me comes when she throws a damp blanket on this uh, this fire that's just getting. And, and I laugh because the way I word it is exactly why I word it that way is because that's how it felt when I was a victim. Mm. Like, oh, she's destroying my experience. Uh, slow down. Oh, yeah. Slow down. So when you say victim, I'm hearing that that's where you don't take responsibility. and You're blaming her for something that's happening inside you. Exactly. And that moment, you're not, you're no, you're disconnected from yourself, and you're not celebrating, exactly, and, or loving her. And what do you think the chapter of that, uh, the title of the chapter is? Celebrating my partner. No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought you already said it, so I thought you just personal, oh. personal responsibility. Ah, nice. Yeah, because I wasn't taking responsibility to Ronnie by, like, allowing her to have her experience. And thinking that she could take away my experience. Yeah. It, it's really like I wrote something to the, today, like just loving uh, the person's waves. Yeah. Um, mm. it, it reminds me a little bit of my nephew. Okay. And his girlfriend, they were, they were having a thing like he would make this amazing omelet, right? Uh-huh. And, and he put it on the table and she might say something like, oh, that's fattening. Uh-huh. And he'd get upset and walk away. Yeah. And it's like w what I invited them to do is you get to be you and you get to be you. So then, so you can express its patterning and he can, he can then in turn sit down and say, honey, I'm going to eat this. And like eat it in such a way that you're even making love to the yeah. omelet and, yeah. and, and, and let him lavish in it and let her be in her story and, yeah. and just celebrate that. Um, and of course there's consequence, like uh, not, yeah. not that there ain't consequences. Uh, I can imagine if someone gains a lot of weight, possibly the partner's like, oh, you're not looking after yourself. We can't be together. True, That's possible. But in the present moment, how, how do we find each other? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, we always say, once you're defending, you're protecting part of your identity. So, um, so mm. you know how, you know, my, my technique is to say, if it's fattening, I say, yeah. And could you get me some butter so I can put that on the omelet? You know, I mean, we can add that to it too. <laughs> like the, the celebrate the, the things that are actually being are going on in the other person. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. If you take the word fattening, it, it, there's no, it, it's not a bad thing. 
True, true, but but what's it's but, but, what you project onto it? Yeah, but there's also the aspect they said it for a reason. Yeah, and that's the thing that they so that's where um, there was another chapter I wrote today. What was called the impersonal versus the personal, and the and people take things personally when you don't reveal what you really are trying to say. So if she said, "Honey, I'm really worried." that you're going to eat this food and it's not healthy and it's not going to serve you. That would be making it impersonal. And there's a paradox in that, and which is, you know, it's impersonal because the person has made it personal. Yeah. So they show themselves so that the other person doesn't have to interpret anything. But if he says that's fattening, you have to say, what are you trying to say to me? You know, they have to guess What's the reason for the statement? If you keep talking about your new book, I'm, I have to keep doing this now. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't the, the air, The air. The air. It's half done. You'll have, a, you'll have a manuscript, I guess, in about three weeks, two I to three it. weeks. Yeah. I, I, I want you to read. I want you to do the reading, please. I will do the reading. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned my lesson. You, you, you taught me well. You said... You didn't like the last letter because it wasn't. Well, that's I didn't realize it though. When when the when the last letter came out, I was listening. It was amazing, but then when I listened to your voice doing the wonderful the wounded, the wounded healer, healer, yeah, I was like, "Fuck! Why didn't you do that on the last one?" It, it's yeah. like I can listen to this. I can fall asleep to this voice. It's like a bedtime story. You're you're there's emotion there when you're talking. Yeah, and it's just beautiful. Okay. It's like I'm being with you. Well, I might redo the the last letter then. Please do. Just for those that would want to listen to it with my voice. I got a beautiful message from Lori Ann Rising yesterday. Yeah. And she was on our show twice. And she told me that she read the first five chapters and she was in tears. And she showed me. She mm-hmm. said she put it to the side because she didn't want to pick it up till she felt she was ready to read it. Last letter? The last letter, yeah. Nice. It was really sweet. Yeah. Thank you, Lori Ann. Yeah, thank you, Lori Ann. People don't realize, I mean, we've mentioned a lot on the show, how much it means because you're putting a, out a piece of art that's very vulnerable. You know, you put out a book and you lay out your, you bear your, your soul in, in, in this form. And then, you know, it, when someone tells you that it touches them, then it really, it means a lot, of course. Not to diminish your books, but yeah. it's no, no less than these shows. When we, also, when we also get people... Because it's also for eternity. Yeah. Yeah. And these shows, you know, I think I did a show yesterday. I didn't, I, it, with Genesis, who was also on our show, yeah. Diversity and Inclusion and Equity. And, um, and I talked it, to her. Was it live? It wasn't live. It was a Zoom. A Zoom uh, uh, it's, it's available on YouTube for those that are interested. And it was interesting on the show, I was very conscious. I was freewheeling and I was fun spirited. I was enjoying myself on her show. But what I noticed is that I'm always very conscious if I'm mentoring somebody live on a broadcast that I'm going to get trolls that start to say, hey, uh, Genesis, don't listen to him. He doesn't know any, you know, like all of that noise because everyone doesn't understand the difference between this kind of loving space of supporting another person and this what they would look at as a condescending way of talking to somebody. So if they haven't gotten over that in themselves, they project it onto a strong person. But, but Andy, you're, you're speaking to this is how life is. You walk into a room. Yeah. Not everyone's going to love you. Oh, he's too skinny. Oh, he's too fat. Oh, he's true. So so what you're talking about is if, if it sounds a little bit to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. that maybe you're as you're speaking, you're also conscious of this. But do you allow this to define the moment? I talk about it in the moment. Okay. You know, I don't, uh, so yes, I let it define it, but I don't let it define it by not doing it. I let it define it by, by speaking it out because in her case, you know, she's, she's a black female, you know, you know, in her probably late twenties. Yeah. So if she's talking and then I say, Hey, there's a word or a phrase or something that she's using that I see is, uh, creating what I see to be a potential problem, then yeah. I'll interrupt her and say, listen, can I interrupt and talk about this? Now, there's this big thing now where everyone says, hey, you know, mansplaining, you're mansplaining to this person. So even mm-hmm. if you're trying to help them see something and the implication of it, 
it turns into that if someone looks at it through the eyes of not love. Yeah. Which is interesting. I didn't really think about that until I said it. Is that if you see the intention of the individual, what are they, why are they even making the point? Then you'd say, wow, that's such a loving act. They care enough to support the individual to see that this is a way that may not serve them. Yeah. And then the one that judges is often the one who is not willing or able to take in the feedback because they have preconceived ideas. And, and yeah. it's what I would call a, a keyboard activist. It's a keyboard activist. Yeah. Yeah. A troll is what I would call them just because in a way they haven't made peace with their own demons and then they lash out at the things that they project onto, even if they're not the same things. Yeah, they get triggered. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I like our show is always there's a group of people that know and understand us. I would even say love us, actually, is in the sense that they know us well. I think they love me a little bit more. Probably. And, and um, yeah, because you cry more on air than I do. No, no, no. Actually, <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> where's the tissues? I haven't <laughs> cried for a long time. <laughs> I know. It's true. He used to have a needle and poke me because the ratings will go up when I cry. Yeah. Uh, Mm. I, I had also a, a thing, something similar. Okay. Uh, a dear friend of mine um, was making a statement that where she is today, she could go into her past and date all the men and it wouldn't be an issue. And I let it sit. And then part of me had like, I started to vibrate and, and I fully own that I, I'm projecting. But I saw that the individual is not at peace with her mama. Mm -hmm. And up until recently when, when the individual gets triggered, okay. it really takes her over. Yeah. So in a way, if the mother can trigger in that way, then I, I see when she doesn't have peace in that relationship, then how does that show up in all her past Yeah, how it bleeds into everything. And when I said it, I, I also, there was a silence and I saw her regressing. And then I just shared it. Look, I hope you understand that I'm really coming from love. Like, I wish for you a lot of peace in your life mm. and in no way am I trying to diminish what you're saying. And, you know, I hope I'm also wrong. And at the same time, I don't want to pretend that this is something that I see. And as a friend, I, I, I do want to give it back to you. Yeah. And I'm trusting our relationship that it, you can feel the love and not. Mm -hmm. How so, did, how was it received? So when she was regressing, I told her in that moment, I feel I'm becoming your mother. Yeah. And, and it was really well received by the way. Like, yeah. um, and, and we also we also spoke that oh every time I say it to her, mm -hmm. she kind of gets to see herself at that moment in that moment. Yeah. And of course, as we both know, the more you see yourself, yeah, it, the, at the triggered moment, yeah, right? Because we don't even know that we've reacted to the trigger until it's way late. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I know the person because I was once that person's mother as well. <laughs> of course, you were. <laughs> I named it as well in the moment. I remember that. I remember it well. Yeah. 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 That's another really interesting question I have uh, is like, I've often had people have a discussion to say, Andy, if you were a real friend to someone, you'd always tell them what you see or feel or sense. Yeah. If you're, and that's that projection, how does that impact you, Andy? I mean, I've always loved it because I kind of thought, my God, my life will then turn into one big therapy session. Right. Oh, God. Like I could love a person, totally accept them for who they are and not have to point out the things that might be limits in their, you know, and what and how they see themselves. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same, actually. Like if I see that by me making a statement or, or sharing what I see is not going to be received, then it's going to be defense, it's going to be a discussion. Mm. I tend to not share it. Yeah. Um, and I'll still love them. And I, and I did learn this from you, by the way. So it's like you're speaking now through me. Yeah. And there are consequences to, and the consequences, I won't spend as much time with them yeah. as I would have in the past. Yeah, that's what I noticed is that I've sort of said, wow, if that's the degree to where our relationship can go, I just don't find it as exciting. So I just don't spend as much time. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for Bolalong. Bolalong, I think he saw the Genesis also was did the interview. She said she loved it and recommend a, a wonderful chaos to her audience. So. Beautiful. That's sweet. Thanks, Bolalong, for your message last night. Oh, yeah. It 
Yeah, it, it's what it's what we uh, yeah. talked about in the beginning, like when people message and just yeah, share well, Bolong, So when what Bolong, just to go back to the message, Bolong basically noted that yesterday you were very um, strong, clear, engaged, but engaged. I want to say engaged, like disengaged, more like like you were you were driving the show yesterday. Yeah, and there was something beautiful in that. That's uh, that's it, it, that it happens every so often, but I I feel like. I feel I have my own story about it, which I, I, I don't know. I haven't said anything to you about yet. But when I see you living in the sense of abundance, then the tiredness, like you would have sent 300 emails like, you know, the day before that day. I don't know what it was, but that would normally make you so tired. Yeah. And so like, oh, my God, I got to do the show now. And what I saw was that in reframing it to be, I just had 300 opportunities and I'm excited. There was a different way, like the energy kind of propels you forward. So I see that energy is what you also bring on to the show. Mr. Shalev dropped the mic. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 and, and I see that's the, and I, that's what you, what you going back to what I said earlier on the show is that if I celebrate each of these little victories in a day, like there's a, there's like this, this reinforcing positive energy that continues to continue to support itself. Yeah. And if I start diminishing things or making them smaller or making them into chores, then I also see that the opposite is also true as that I lose opportunities it, and so on. It's the difference between acting from fear and acting yeah. from uh, pure desire. True. Yeah. P desire and fear. Yeah. I had a funny talk separately yesterday. Like funny, I'm going to laugh or just No, funny? like a funny talk. It was, uh, and it was, it was um, someone that we'll leave them nameless, but they said, Andy. Who was it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they said, Andy, I'd like to bring more clients to you that are kind of well-known, you know, like famous clients, because they have a lot of famous clients yeah. in their list. And um, I know him, right? Yeah, you know the person, yeah. And, uh, and they said, you know, and I said, and I said, yeah, I mean, I'm working with famous clients. He's like, no, no, when we talk famous, Andy, we're talking like, like household name famous, like every day. And then I laughed. I was like, looked at him and, I, and he said, so how do you deal with that? And I was like, what do you mean? How do I deal with it? Like, like the idea that this individual is any different than anyone else is the confusion to begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when you ask me a question, I have to be honest with you, it's kind of stupid question. <laughs> like, like how would i deal with an individual because said, you're not going to elevate them that's what you're saying well i said i i kind of laughed and i said well first of all i'm not going to pretend that they're not famous because that would be stupid so we're going to embrace whatever state whatever they're doing but that certainly won't drive anything we're doing together because in a way once you and I think that's the that's the confusion in people's minds is you talked a nice word was elevate. But once you project anything onto an individual, that's where you get confused. Yeah. So a person is who they are. And then, of course, there's a persona that they create. And then if you believe in that persona, then you get stuck when you interact with them because then you're like, you're not the person who I thought you were. Because that individual is going to have the same shit like your average housewife, Clearly. average, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and, and, and even more shit because they're probably only hanging around people who want something from them or are by association because they're well-known. And they also have to hold up that image, yeah. which is in itself a, a full-time job. Which is a full-time job. So as I spoke to the guy, I kind of laughed at the end because, you know, and I kind of went, gave him the Ram Das quote, like, we're all just walking each other home. So like, I don't know what, what you, what you think, you know, but, and then he kept rephrasing, yeah, Andy, but these are really famous people, you know, is it, is it that Dutch Prince? <laughs> no, it's like rock star kind of people that he has in his network. Um, so, but it was what I loved in it was kind of the, the humor of how, our minds can get hijacked in an instant by the thought that this person has any more or different uh, issues or challenges than anyone else would have in the world. Yeah, I completely with you. Yeah, and I, and I find that obviously a lot of the clients that I work with are also well known, not not rock star well known, but they're well known. So in a way, um, 
the one thing that I've seen that I've always appreciated in it is that there's never been uh, ign- avoidance of that state, not pretending like like the things that they do or how they act won't have consequences. It's like mm. that, that that wouldn't be authentic. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. I get a lot of requests for support from people. Yeah. So people just say, hey, I got a question. Hey, I've got a dilemma. You know, and it was interesting. I, I kind of always think to myself, why would I say yes to one and not to another? Mm. Um, because I, in general, I need my own time. I can't be valuable to you can't save people the world. if I'm giving away all my time and not and not looking after myself. And, and it was interesting because... With you, you have always been so doing things with such dedication that it was almost like I didn't feel like I ever needed to motivate you. All I needed to do is give you guidance here and there. Mm. And what I've seen in most instances in my life when people come to me for help is that they're not motivated to change they just want support in staying uncomfortable. In staying uncomfortable. Yeah. They want just enough support so that they don't need to be as uncomfortable as they are at that moment. Yeah, yeah. They want to be a little bit less uncomfortable. Mm. And when, they're, when, when someone just wants to be a little bit less uncomfortable, I think to myself, you know, it's almost like um, going to the fitness trainer. It's like, hey, you know, like first, the first way is buy a membership. So for me, a membership is an online course. It's like, okay, I can buy an online course and I don't really feel bad if I don't take the online course because it wasn't that expensive to begin with. That's for, that's for me, like in fitness metaphorical world, that's the, that's the fitness center. Uh-huh. So you go, you try it out and it's nice. You get a little bit of a hint, hint in there and you're like, oh yeah, I'm a bit better off than I was before. Mm-hmm. And then the next is like personal trainer. It's like, okay, I want to get the personal trainer. The personal trainer for me is analogous to a fitness trainer because fitness trainer, basically their greatest value is they force you to show up in my, in my vernacular. Yeah. They just force you to get off your ass and go to the gym. And just that alone is their value. Whatever you do in the hour or two you're with them is a plus. But the fact that they forced you to go is almost the dedication you've made to yourself. Yeah. I, I, I don't. So someone pointed this out about me because I train every day, right? Okay. And I couldn't in my brain, mm. like someone hired me to be their personal trainer. Yeah. And when I was making the contract, I, I realized account, holding you accountable is one of the biggest things. It's the, it's, it's the main thing. I would say it is the main thing because they haven't been able to hold themselves accountable. So now they go to an outside party to say, hey, you know, and, and we're overgeneralizing. There are people who say, I just want to get my biceps and I need a trainer. It's like, so it, it isn't black and white. And yet there is a common theme that goes through a lot of the people who are a bit fat and now wanting to be a little bit thinner. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. And then I think the next part is the, the person when they make it as a life journey. And the life journey is when they say, hey, if you really want to change something, then you have to make it a a structural pattern in your life and not just a one-off thing. And I think that, as you saw in my own life. um, Consistency. You know, I'm at like 100 and some 50 some odd days now of walking over 10,000 steps a day. Did you walk today? Uh, I think probably 6,000 steps. It's funny how, how, or maybe 7,000. It's after you measure your steps for so many days you start to be able to estimate oh that's about seven i have to walk you know and, you, and, and today's date night for andy's which yeah, means it, they're going to walk there you, after dinner they're going to walk digest so i'm really happy for you you know what i you as you were speaking i was already doing the calculating okay so i'm wrong i did eight thousand six hundred thirty-four. okay so you're right and i thought you know what i've got a date night i'm gonna walk just like you said and i'll cover my ten thousand steps you know while you're eating at the re- mexican restaurant you can move <laughs> your feet pretend that you're walking <laughs> yeah i've done that a few times <laughs> i've had nine thousand six hundred and i've gone like this in bed <laughs> and ronnie's like what are you doing i'm getting to ten thousand baby you know <laughs> isn't that cheating uh, it is cheating but you know what i'm okay with that uh, you know what i realized what sucks about step counting 
is that if I'm on my bike, it doesn't count for steps. So I could ride my bike for three hours in a day, but this app doesn't translate it into steps. There's, so there's another app for that. Exactly. I, I've I've had some since I've turned my business around. Mm-hmm. I've had the, we talked about uneasiness, right? Um, the thing that's been, I would say, challenging is working with with friends. Yeah. And you know, in the past, this this guy that you're looking at would give would have friend prizes, if um, and even after the shoot, I would give additional images. Yeah, and I had to say no to that to myself because I would I would I, w- I would love to take care of my friends because I love them, and end of the month, I saw that I wasn't very loving for myself because I'd be the one struggling to make ends meet. And I saw that every time I would say yes to a project which wasn't sustaining me or even matching the value that I give in the world, um, I was actually not caring about myself. Wow. So I've, I've had several conversations. And today, um, um, you know, I was told that I'm very businesslike. And it was a really beautiful conversation, by the way. I, I really appreciate that she opened the conversation. I felt her trust. When you say, when she said businesslike, I want to ask you around that word because businesslike could mean so many things. So what did this person mean when they said that oh, you're being it, so businesslike? Oh, in, in terms of uh, my pricing and th- there, there was no, there was no um, additional things that I would do in the past which showed hey, we're friends and it's okay. You get it like, I'll give you a, this much extra. And I had to say no to that because <clears throat> before it was imbalanced for me and I might find the balance moving forward. But for now, I saw I need to make sure that I sustain, that I stick to the agreement that I've made with myself. And that is, there's no exceptions to the rule. Yeah. Unless it's a promise I've made a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. then you'll go, you'll th- hold to that. I have to hold to that, yeah. yeah. And, um, and, you know, and just to kind of share, I didn't really think about this till you just said it now, but that person may have also been buying or, or getting photos in her mind to support you. Yeah. So in some funny, weird way, like there's a, there was like a love potentially in her saying, you know, I maybe don't even need these, but I think it's great. I see Bambos. I love him and he's a great guy and I want to support him. So there could very well have been like uh, uh, on her end, the feeling like maybe you didn't even really see how much she was trying to support you in those time. I just realized that now. That, that's really beautiful. And I can see where that's true in the relationship. Definitely. Because yeah. I, I know she's one of the people that has been recommending me. But at the same time, I, 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 I do want to acknowledge that where my business is today, I am, I am moving a little bit more high end. And I've also seen when people pay for something, which I've, so I have had friends that paid more than what they would pay in the past because they, they repeat clients. And one of them said, Oh, what, what, did, what were you waiting for? Yeah. And, you know, because they invested, they sh- I saw that they stepped up also. This was a, their third shoot. They they made even more effort in how they showed up. Yeah, yeah. So I've also seen that in a way of, oh, when I pay for something, I really, it's not like, oh, I'm paying 50 or so, it's okay. Um, yeah. I, I don't mind if the pictures are shit. Now I'm really showing up. Yeah. So it makes my process as a photographer even more fulfilling. Yeah, I told you, you know, the lesson I learned when I was doing my first trainings with Case so many years ago was that we had free workshops, like free workshops. Free workshops, people. And, free and, workshops. And it was it was like pulling teeth to get people to go. Yeah. These high value workshops that that we just said they're free. Come on. We're doing it. We, we even hired a location. I mean, it was a costly it was a costly experience to do for free. Yeah. And uh, and even not even having a very, like a pipeline or anything, it wasn't like smart business. We just loved what we were doing and we wanted to see if we could get more and more people involved and excited about it. Hmm. And uh, and what I, what I saw was that it was met with suspicion. Everyone was questioning our motives and... and, and what's the catch? What's the catch? And, and what's the next thing you're going to try to rope me into? And uh, and it totally was missing our our intentions, which were just to be present and see if we could get people to 
sort of share in this and, and not even know really where it was going to go. Um, <sighs> and so what happened was, you know, flash, flash forward after that or flash back a few more years from there, um, we just started to charge five or six hundred dollars for the same thing we were giving away for free. And it was much easier to get people to sign up. It's like, nice. It was almost like the, it was the feeling was, I know what I'm paying for and I don't have to feel any burden afterwards. Like I owe you anything. It sort of took away the burden that one had to say, I don't have to feel guilty if I got the value, but I don't pay anything. That's yeah. I can see that, feel that too. So that was, that was a, a big, a, a big eye opening experience for me. It was like, wow, free has implications that I wasn't aware of then. Yeah. With the same token, Andy, I no longer, um, ask for discounts from other people. Yeah. Wow. It's like, wow, I want to do this. So mm. I'm, I'm going to figure out how I'm going to pay for it to do it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because I've also seen in my own self when it's free, I might leave halfway. Oh, it's, it wasn't that great. Yeah. But if I pay, even if it's not, if I, even if I don't see the value in the moment, I might stay the whole way yeah. to see what it brings mm. or I don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. There was something else that I just wanted to quickly say. What was that? And that was when the friend today called um, b- before that point, there, there was a moment where they wanted additional images. In, okay. in, and, you know, I, I, I normally charge for the additional images. And, I, and when I was typing the price, I felt, I, I kind of felt like, um, like a mourning in myself. Mm. I felt the sadness of, wow, th- I know this would make her really happy. And yet, out of a principle, I can't, I can't uh, um, go against what I've agreed with myself. Okay. And so I shared that also with her that it, that it wasn't really easy for me. And uh, that, with the woman who said that you became more businesslike. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, to all my friends out there. To all my friends I've and, loved before. And I have to see how I'm going to deal with it with family in Cyprus also. <laughs> Why is that? Because all my family wants shoots. <laughs> oh, and you'll charge them for the shoots. <laughs> I have to see how to navigate that one. Yeah, yeah nice. Definitely. Mm. I think it's really beautiful. Isn't it interesting if you look at that process, you were giving away things for less than the value of those things. We can't say that. You were you were valuing them less. Yeah. Now you value them at the price at which it's fair, which means your quality of life increases. Yeah. And And yet the people with, whom you had contact with before aren't necessarily comfortable with that. No. And, and I would laugh because the one friend of yours who said, Hey, um, what were you waiting for? What were you waiting for? Those are the friends in life that I always feel like that are supportive, uh, helping and, 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 and giving me the love and support that helps me improve my overall state in life. That's what I, that friend is what I want to be to all the people in my life. Mm. That that's the exact thing to raise people up to achieve more, to grow more, and to feel that they're get, getting and giving whatever it is they're meant to be to be uh, getting and giving in this world. Yeah, mm, I feel that too. And I I I I, I don't want to diminish my other friend because oh no, the the fact that they called, I I just felt wow, we're in connection. No, no. I I even want to celebrate that friend because I, I, there's one thing that we didn't, we didn't discuss yet, which I thought we might even discuss off air, but we can do it on air is that you changed the context and what the expectations were. Yeah. And therefore there is a big, big shift in terms of that with that person. So it's not only about money. It really is about owning that you've had to change for whatever reason, which I hear you did do. Yeah. But I don't know if you did that after or, or before. Uh, I, th- I think in our initial conversation, I, I did share that my prices changed. Okay. And that I was giving a discount, but what they said is, oh, it wasn't clear to us that, um, like the expectation was you were going to come, we're going to spend the whole day together, we're going to make some pictures and have some food. And I, I actually had other shoots here in Amsterdam, so I had to, I had to come back afterwards. Okay. Yeah, I guess the thing I would, 
I would suggest, right? Because yeah. it's not not your it's my prerogative to suggest you can take it for what's worth is that if you sense that you have a very close relationship with somebody and then you change anything in that relationship there's a degree to which it's more than money yeah and 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 I in my own life I like to bring that forward and say listen I just want to let you know there's things that have changed in terms of how I'm working and this is kind of what the implications are in terms of how we would work. This is what it would look like going forward. And I don't want there to be any surprises. So I want to make sure it works for you. Yeah. So that's what I've found because it's, it's no different when we talked about like that we did a show years, years ago now. <laughs> we could say that year ago, um, outgrowing friends. Yeah, I was thinking about that one too. Yeah. In a way, as you evolve and you change how you, what your expectations are and what people should expect from you. If they're familiar with you in a certain way, hmm. then you can't, you can't assume for them that they aren't going to project onto you and assume that it's going to stay that way. So you actually have to take in my, and I would say more responsibility to help them understand where the changes are coming from, not just the changes, but where the changes are coming from. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank well, you for that. Okay. Thank you for that. What was the deep sigh? Oh, um, I realized on the show I, I mentioned uh, my nephew. Yeah. And I, I mentioned also uh, the woman that I'm seeing. Yeah. And, and somehow I, I, it's the first time that I, that I also talk about my nephew was a little bit in my body. Oh, wow. I, I do want to quickly check in with him and say that I, I mentioned that. So we talked about things that make us uneasy. I, I have some uneasiness. Yeah. <laughs> Curious. I didn't hear you mention anything about him that was. Uh, oh no! But the fact that I'm, I, I, I just mentioned his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, you, you'll say a friend. Yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why do I need to drag people into the show? You know, except for Bolalong. Bolalong, we're always going to drag you in the we're show. We're always going to be, even if you have nothing to say, we still want to drag a sentence on at least so we can say hello to you. There, there's a, there's a beautiful saying from Andy that I learned a long time ago, Bolalong. If you give it for free, it has no value. And, and that says, is why when I've given free to friends, I notice they never appreciate it. Yeah. What I've given free to friends, he writes, I notice they never appreciate. Yep. It goes to another thing that probably we'll do a whole show on. And it's a, it's a show. I'm often working with individuals who have foundations and they need to make decisions of what projects to fund. Mm. And there's interesting uh, criteria, which if those criteria aren't present, I tend to discourage them from funding those projects. So the, 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 uh, and the main criteria being, is the individual taking responsibility and doing the work required to show that they can make it work? Or do they just want the money to do something that they love? And a lot of times people like something, but they don't want to put the energy in to do it in a way that is, say, um, sustainable. Sustainable, yeah. And Beautiful. they'll need money year after year, for instance, to do it, which is also okay. But at least they have I, to I promised about. your wife that I'd have you out of here. So we're, we're going we're to going, Mexican. He's going to Mexico. I'm going to set up the studio. It's a wonderful chaos. It's a wonderful chaos. We like it down.